Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey guys, we are doing a few updates here with our alumni who we love dearly. And we hope all of you guys are staying healthy, safe, and staying at home during this quarantine. And hope you enjoy listening to a few of our previous guests telling you what's been going on in their life since they did their interview. Here are some updates for the quarantine versions of And The Writer Is. I'm just trying to get in a in a less fat position. <laughs> just when I press record. That's perfect. It's fine. Hold on. That's good. That, that. Let's go. Well, you've been doing like a, a, a ton of uh, live streams. Are you enjoying being a uh, an Instagram live uh, influencer? I'm waiting for Tummy T to hit me up. Yeah. And tell me and tell me they want me to endorse them. Um no, I actually hate it, but... But you do um, it. Why do you do it? Well, you know, <clears throat> not to, like, toot my own horn or anything, but, like, I feel like there had been a time and a place in my life where I would want to meet me or someone where I'm at. Yeah. I was there, you know? And being isolated for this corona shit um, and everybody staying home anyway, I was like, all right, cool. What can I do... For like, I mean, it's like a lot of songwriters, sorry, I'm skipping around a little bit, but like for us, it's like, I'm like, oh shit, what's going to happen with these Katy Perry songs? When when am I going to do, when am I going to work on this Maroon 5 album that's like in the works? Like when is me and Charlie Puth going to do this and that? And those are like first world problems, right? Um, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm listening. Oh, you're, you're so still. I thought you were frozen. How do you do that? Um, anyway, but then I started thinking about like what, who it's, what is really fucked up. I mean, look, obviously this shit's fucked up for everybody, but I'm thinking about my community, right. Of, of musicians. And I'm like, man, it's really fucked up for songwriters who are like, who are like have momentum going into like maybe getting their first deal or maybe getting their first placement or just getting in a stride with those people that are starting to give them looks and their names getting around LA and getting the e-brake pulled on you then is, is way worse than it is for us having to sit back and wait to see what's going to happen with our songs for A-list artists and shit that we're working on. So I doing the Instagram lives as a way to be like, all right, cool. Most of the time I'm really not reachable. I'm busy 24 hours a day. Now I'm home. I'm sitting here and I'm just going to give, maybe songwriters that normally wouldn't have access to me just because I'm busy or because like maybe the stars haven't aligned for them to be in the room with you or me or someone like that. Um, to just like get on the live and play songs. And then I give them feedback. I've given out my number to a bunch of them 
you know, um, I'm just trying to be like, look, well, I have this time. Um, I, it's kind of like, like I'll be a volunteer, a mentor, a teacher. I'll just be a, pair, a set of ears, you know? So I'm really doing it for that, you know? Yeah. How's being a, a dad at home? It's, it's easy. I mean, I like, I love it. So for me, um, it's really easy. Cause I could, I, I would prefer to spend all my time with, with her, you know? I mean, it's crazy. So since we did our interview, it's amazing how much shit changed for you. Yeah. And it's not that things weren't going well then. We were doing an interview because you had a bunch of hit songs. Right. But executive producing Charlie and seeing what went on with, you know, I don't even think We Don't Talk Anymore to come out. Probably Attention maybe didn't come out yet. Certainly. Really? like It was before that. I think so. Maybe not. I mean, I'm sure somebody will correct us, but you know, the Maroon 5 shit that you, you weren't, um, you know, you weren't, you weren't executive producing Maroon 5 yet. I don't think. Well, for the record, I, I didn't technically didn't executive produce Charlie, but on voice notes, I did do 10 out of 12 songs. Um, yeah. Well, that's, a, but yeah. still like that, you know, that kind of thing, what's going on with Maroon 5 and obviously your involvement with Katy Perry right now. Um, none of those things happen, you know, um plus you know obviously you're working on a lot of other stuff yeah what what happened why did it go from being like i'm a successful songwriter to being i'm sort of the the guy i mean you know i've always kind of felt like the guy more than i felt like being a songwriter uh-huh. felt like that i was a songwriter i felt always more of like a connector and more of an a&r brain and maybe like an executive producer mind um so I felt like I had to kind of catch up to that part of my brain by writing songs for a very long time to kind of earn people's trust um, to kind of let me take the reins with projects. Yeah. So, I, so I think that what happened was after a certain amount of, of proving ground that I covered, um, I started to kind of just raise my hand for, for more responsibility on projects. And then I was able to luckily deliver when I was given the, the opportunity, you know? Are, were any of them a surprise success or failure? I mean, I know in this time you had, you know, singles with a bunch of other artists also, Five mm-hmm. Seconds Summer and like, you know, just so many different things. Yeah. Have any of them, you know, have any of them for you been wildly more successful than your expectations or were they meeting your expectations? You know what? Like, I always can kind of tell, like, I'm pretty good at guessing with other people's songs too. Um, but with my songs in particular, I, when they, whenever they come out, I can always kind of tell what they're going to do. And I'm always right. <laughs> like I've never been like, this song is a hit and it wasn't, or been like, this song's not going to work. And then all of a sudden it became a big hit. I've kind of felt like the same feeling that I get in the room the day that I made it, like whether depending on what grade level I grade the experience is, is usually kind of what grade level the song hits when it comes out you know i mean we have i i had one five seconds of summer song that actually did really well um i expected it like in my brain i was like i think this is a top 10 i don't, i'm not sure if this is a number one but i think it's really strong and it's refreshing it's good it's a song called want you back that i did with them um but as the song was like approaching or or at right at top 10 at radio they had another song that was just exploding on Spotify, which was Youngblood, which I fucking love that song. 
and they switched them. Um, so I didn't really feel like that one got its full shot, but they, they did what they, what was best for the, the group and the record. And they were right. You know, um, we talk a lot about, um, you know, that you don't know that you'd always want to live in LA. Yeah. But you know, is it, do you find all this stuff to be pressure or is there a point like why, you know, does this stuff make you happy still? It's so crazy. Like you assume if you go back to those writers, right. That you're talking about doing the live stream for, you know, you would think anybody who's working on Charlie Puth, Maroon 5, you know, and Katy Perry amongst others would be, um, the happiest songwriter of all time and only is like dancing on cotton candy clouds every day and making, you know, whatever you're doing at home, you know, um, do you, are you happy with everything? Yeah. I mean, I pretty, I'm pretty happy, you know, like I'm, I'm happy that like I quantify my happiness a little different every year, you know, um, it, it's, it's always changing. Um, and you know, the, the, it's like the stupid shit, like life is a double-edged sword, you know, the more you're doing one thing on one side, it's the opposite on the other. So for me, it's like, is at this point, um, as long as my home life is, is taken care of, then I'm happy. You know, it's the, the music, I, I kind of figured out that like, I can take rejection pretty well in music. I can deal with artists being a little crazy. Um, I can deal with some fucking whack ass fucking dude that has no cuts that I ended up on a song with wanting more percentage than everyone else. Like I can, I can deal with the dumb shit, but my family stuff is like, you know, I have a three-year-old, I have a wife, I have, you know, my parents are on the East Coast. So, like, I, you know, I, I juggle a lot as it is. So, for me, it's it's more like if my family life is good, then work is good. Because it's not that I don't care what happens. That's that's the wrong message. I, I care more than one should care. Um, and I give my all to projects. But I've also don't overextend myself to the amount of things I work on. You know what I mean? So, it's not like yeah. I'm juggling 50 artists and my family it's like i'm juggling four artists in my family and then they just happen to be very big artists but yeah they happen to be big artists starting out they'd be four artists that were not as big but you'd still be juggling the same amount of songs and whatnot totally but you know it's at the same time it's like they're when you the the big artists a lot of times they're really pros you know what i mean so you're dealing more with probably how they're affected by their life outside of music when they come into the studio, then you are actually dealing with them in the studio, just like in that raw creative space, you know? Yeah, totally. Um, yeah. We hadn't started friends with pens yet. I think we yeah. talked about it, but I don't think we had started that. And we have our first artist Malia Savets on now on, on Warner records with friends with pens. And that's right. Um, uh, do you enjoy being, uh, do you enjoy the business side as much as you enjoy the creative side? Yeah, totally. I mean, I, I'm always going to write songs. I think that it's like, I want to always keep that sword sharp and I, I love writing songs and, um, and, and being part of the creative process. But I feel like my, my end goal is to just run a record company. You know, I don't really think that like, I don't know that I'll be Max Martin and I'll still be able to be dope when I'm his age. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
Right. I don't know. I'm 36 and I already feel like I don't know how much gas I have left in that tank. Um, I think he's maybe twice, not twice my age. I'm kidding. He's 10 years older than me or something like that. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know how, but like still having like, he's about to have another wave of number ones. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if that's me. Maybe hopefully it is, but, um, but I feel like I really more so that I'm, that I'm after like how many hits I can rack up in my catalog. Um, it's like, I like to, I like mentoring and artist development and, and seeing things from the beginning and, and trying to, you know, trying to build from that side. The word catalog is, is to songwriters now what the word top line was in like 2004, where it started seeping in once people realized, oh, this is a thing in songwriting. Yeah. Can you explain what a catalog is and why people are working their ass off to build their catalog. Yeah. I mean, there's been like a fucking gold rush of catalog sales um, as of recent. And I think it's amazing. Like I, and this is just my opinion. Like I'm not a math analyst or anything like that. Uh, I'm not a fucking scientist. I'm, I'm just a guy that makes music, but I mean, I can do simple math. And so basically, you know, it's, you, it's, it's ultimately your income stream. It's your, it's your royalties from your, uh, from your publishing side. And it's your, you know, you can sell your writer's share as well. So basically, um, yeah, if you can amass a, a, a catalog or a, a number of songs that are accumulatively making you money every quarter, um, then, you know, you can kind of figure out a way to sell your, you know, your, your, your copyrights or your writer share or both for kind of like a lump sum multiple that um, normally it would take you a certain amount of years, maybe 10, 20, 30 years to make, or you can kind of get it up front, you know? Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think that's why the word catalog is being. Um, are you, are you ever going to move to Florida? Maybe. I don't know that I'd move there full time, but I love Miami. I've been looking at places there, but I, I don't think about moving for like the tax break, you know, like if it was like my last hurrah, then I, then maybe like, but I feel like that, what is it like 13% or something, which is a lot that you would save by living there. Like, I don't know that you could make that the same catalog living there as you could like that 13% might offset itself by lack of fucking shit if you're living in florida you know it's a weird thing man if somebody's gonna offer you 10 20 30 million dollars for a catalog some of these crazy numbers that you know go higher and higher and higher and higher and you live in a place that doesn't charge you state taxes 13.3 percent for california state tax it's like if you would yeah. tell younger you that you could save four million dollars by not living in LA, you'd start questioning whether or not. Right. But it's all timing. Right. So like, you know, I, your, your cat, you want to sell your catalog at the right time. Right. So it's like, if I build a catalog and I'm like, all right, now I'm going to go live in Florida for a year so I can claim residency before I sell it. Is that catalog even worth the same a year later? And if I live in Florida, is my catalog going to be as big as it is if I live in California because I'm here where every artist is. Yeah, totally. And also, it's like, what are you doing it for kind of thing? Okay. Yeah, what are you doing it for, you know? Um, yeah, you've also had a bunch of hits in country, too. 
Well, like one, that, that was one, like, one country number one with Thomas Rhett, and then um, a song with Kane Brown. Brown one, yeah. They came out, and started doing really well, and I know he plays at his shows, but um, it's, it hasn't been a single. I hope it is. Um, was it fun to have a country number one? Shameless plug there, Kane, if you're listening. Put that <laughs> shit out as a fucking single. Um, yeah, it was awesome. I felt like um, Thomas was like the such an awesome artist to have the number one with because he's so uh, he's such a good he's such a good dude and um, he's a he's like a really positive force in the world, you know, just as a human as well as an artist. And then I also felt like you know Joe and Sean and Julian and like re- really like I felt like that was one country project that like. LA songwriters really kind of paved the way for me to get in on that project, you know? Um, because I, uh, I know it's happening more in country that they're collaborating with like LA writers and pop writers and shit. But I feel like it was, uh, you know, Thomas to me from, from my, from my viewpoint was kind of the first to kind of open the door to LA writers for like his shit, you know? Yeah. What are you going to do the next couple of weeks if we're, you know, how long how long are we going to be quarantined and what are you going to do uh in the next few weeks? Are you going to be oh. like you were saying about trying to get all these albums out and stuff like that? Is it are you are you turning off at all or are you just straight up hustling the way you normally hustle? Honestly, man, I'm turned way off. I'm like super chill. Like I got a little mini setup here. Um Halitrax has been quarantining with me the whole time since day 1, so we're on like 14-day quarantine now, which feels pretty good i mean i'm never gonna say that i don't have the roni because i don't know if i have it or not but i feel pretty confident that i've i've taken safety measures to make sure me and my family are safe but yeah i have like a little mini rig here i'm like working on productions for people which is cool i'm kind of like anybody has any songs they want like produced like i'm i've been doing a lot more production stuff lately so i'm sitting good huh yeah really good um but so I'm, I'm really enjoying that and not having the, um, the pressure of like coming up with good lyrics and melodies. Um, but then, then like I'll send out beats and stuff to people. No, I'm not like making beats, but I'm just kind of like saying like, Hey, if anybody has a good song, like on guitar, like a good work tape that they haven't like done a production for, or if they did a session and the song's good, but the production sucks, like send it to me and I'll try something to it, you know? Yeah. That's yeah. pretty fun. Yeah. It's you- awesome. Are you doing other stuff in your life besides music right now? Um, I mean, not really. Just being like a family man, you know. I'm my shit is kind of boring, you know. Um, but I but I like boring. I like safe. I like um, I like low risk. <laughs> you know. What do you do without sports? Um, man. I mean, obviously, I'm super bummed about basketball. You know. Um about basketball being over. Uh, thankfully, I can still watch Max and Stephen A. argue about stupid shit. Uh, <laughs> it's so weird when, you know, if you get used to watching Sports Center and you're watching sports to turn off from music or doing stuff, it's like that's that's a lot of musicians use sports as, you know, as a way to yeah. turn off and, and you just turn it on and it's just more about coronavirus. I know it's crazy, man. It's like it, it's just weird, like turning on ESPN and them having nothing, no clips of any sports to show. I don't. I mean, it's really hard. Do you watch ESPN right now? I mean, I watch First Take every morning uh, during the week. So, I mean, I I like 
I'm I'm mostly into basketball, but I kind of just like glance at other sports. I mean, I love fighting, MMA, boxing, and basketball is like my shit. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've heard uh, I've heard that they were gonna do some fights and like empty gyms and stuff with just a ref and fighters in the corners, like if they're all tested. But who knows? I mean, I think like you you realize like I'm I'm kind of on autopilot all the time when it comes to like my routine of like going to the studio, taking care of my family. Like I'm kind of just, you know, I, I can kind of navigate that with my eyes closed and being home every day and not leaving the house. It kind of forces me to like entertain myself, but I'm one of those people, like I will come sit in a room and not turn the TV on and sit for six hours in silence because of how much shit yeah. is going on in my brain. I drive with no music on, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's really, it's really easy for me. Hi, babe. With my, my kid. It's really easy for me to keep myself entertained. Um, but my wife does not have that same, uh, that, that same uh, thing. I, well, I was going to ask, cause I want, one of the things that, that this situation has, um, I'm sure I'm not the only one it's made, it's made you in, in my, in my normal life, every time there's a break, I think, Oh, I can fill it with more work. Right. Yeah. Not like, oh, I'll work on the show, I'll work on the, the publishing and the podcast, the whatever. One of these other things, if I'm not in a session, like I, I don't know how to just sit still. And this forces you to kind of sit in a room. Yeah. Not do anything. Yeah. I mean, besides like leaving my house and going to Orange Grove every day at my studio house, uh-huh. um, which I mean, I feel like I could probably start going there. I mean, nobody's went inside there for like a really long time and it's just me. So I, I probably could go there. But, um, but other than that, like my routine is honestly not that much different, you know? Are you, I mean, huh? Are you, are you doing co-writes? Not really. I mean, like Lauv is sending me some shit. Lauv is sending me some songs to mess with. Charlie's sending me some stuff for lyrics and stuff. I mean, mostly kind of just like lyric shit. If people have ideas and want me to kind of help write it. Um, or like asking people to send me songs and I'll work on the production and send it back. But I don't know, like, if I could sit here on fucking FaceTime and like jam a song with someone. I don't, know, I don't know how it's done, but I was talking to some some Nashville people today and they're they're like doing like, oh, yeah, I got a session. I got to write from 10 to 1 and 1 from 2 to 5. I'm just like, what? You yeah. Animals. Like, how, yeah. how are they doing that? Well, because I feel like that's like, you know, they're going to, I mean, like, I feel like I could do it with John Ryan, you know, someone who's like super can just like pick up a guitar and go, oh, and like just kind of make a song really fast. And I can kind of be like, oh, what about this and that? But like the experience for me of writing a song um, is not like kind of Nashville style. Like we get up, we talk for 15 minutes and we fucking hammer that shit out, which I like. My process kind of comes with like, we kind of fuck around most of the time and then, oh, there's an idea. Let's chase that for a little bit. If it's great, let's continue to chase it for about one or two more hours until I'm ready to go home. Or if it's not great, then we tried, (laughs) you know? So weird, man. It's such a strange time. I'm not really sure how to think about it. If it's like, this is the, you know, it, health aside, it's, it's kind of amazing. <laughs> there's yeah. that. I mean, it's the double-edged sword shit. I keep saying it, but it's like, you know, there's so much good coming out of this and there's bad coming out of this. I mean, there's people getting fucked up. People are dying. Um, 
but the world is like also healing at the same time. Like the, uh, you know, all these like pollution stats are fucking great. Um, but then there's like, people are getting sick and it's, it's confusing. You don't know what, you don't know what to root for. You know what I mean? Cause it's like, if you're like, yeah, this virus is doing great. It's not, it's, it's fucking people up. But then on the other side, it's like, you know, there's going to be a silver lining always. And there's going to be a, a, a good and a bad, a yin and a yang. You know what I mean? So I try to just embrace it and fucking do the best I can. I mean, I've like, you know, I, I ain't going to say any names, but I've given like some money to some like touring musicians that are off work and stuff like that. And like, I'm trying to just help people. I mean, uh, beside opening my doors and letting people come in my house, which I ain't doing um, anything I can drop off to anybody, you know, if anybody's hurting, I'm trying to, I'm trying to help out. Um, but yeah, it's, it's crazy. I mean, I go to the grocery store and I'm like, I move like a fucking pigeon. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, you, you look at somebody like you and like some fucking, uh, somebody's like you catch eyes walking down the same aisle and it's like you both it's like a fucking wild west showdown you, yeah. you know what I mean? you're like <laughs> you're like what fucking way am i gonna go it's so weird you know or normally you just walk past someone it's so weird because we were we went to the grocery store we were there you know right when it opened and we're six feet away from the person in front of us there's already a line and they they designate six feet like they already spray painted, put tape in line and you're sitting there and there was a guy too in front who's, who like coughed or sneezed or like cleared his throat. And I, I, I like, I didn't, yeah, I didn't know if I was supposed to knock him out or run or what, you know, Yeah, totally. I like, I, in the grocery store, it was like, Oh my God, get, get this guy as far from me as possible. Yeah. I also heard, um, a girl in the grocery store saying that this saying, that it was the best time she's ever had being a hot girl in LA because no one is coming up and talking to her. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that's not fair, you know? That's really funny. Uh, yeah. Well, sick, man. Thanks for, for, for hanging with me for a little bit. Yeah. Hopefully this was a good fre- uh, fresh up uh, of our, of our last talk. I mean, I mean, it's crazy. This is, this is how we, we've talked about this a lot. I know we, we, we talk a ton, but I think it's different when you see, you know, we've now done almost a hundred interviews. Yeah. You know, and you were the third episode or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? So to go from that, I kind of think, what what were we working on? Why were we there? At Conway? Yeah. Were we working on, we had a Selena Gomez song come out together and we've had yeah. a bunch songs come out together now <laughs> yeah totally i kind of um, working on that or something i don't remember why we were there <laughs> but you know to go from to go from you know the uh that interview which i think was a lot you know obviously sugar had already been really big but that was around that and maybe like the beginnings of some more stuff with maroon five or charlie but yeah it's just fun to watch, man. You're still like, you're just, you're such a hustler and it's fun. It's fun. You're, it, I, you know, I said it in that interview, but you know, there's just nobody who's smarter in this game. And it's funny when, when it's like, you know, you, I think you like to play a certain part where 
it's like if anybody who knows you knows how smart and how good you are at this shit. And it's like sometimes you 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 play the part where you're like, nah, you're just it's just coincidence that you're just in the room all the time. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it works that way. Well, you know, I mean, look, at, at a certain point, I, I have like really bad imposter syndrome. I've had it for a long time. Um, I'm, but I've, I've really gotten comfortable in my own skin with like my skill set and what I'm able to do. And like, you know, I, I do. I need I need good partners and I think good partners need me, you know, and it's like as long as I have um, uh, as long as I'm in the room with someone who can do the shit I can't do. Um, we're in a good, we're going to be in a good space, you know, cause I'm a good wingman. Yeah, for sure. But I'm, but I'm goose. I'm not Maverick and that's okay. You know what I mean? You think that, but that's not true. Why do you say that? Because I like to put the talented person in the driver's seat. That's how I get my results. I can't put them in the, in the, in the passenger seat and take the wheel because then I'm not getting what I want because I know where I'm driving that car and it's right off a fucking cliff. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? So I'm like the guy that like, if you're racing, you want me holding the map next to you kind of going like, okay, up here, we're going to do this. Up right. here, we're going to do this. That's where I shine, you know, and, and collaboration settings. Like, I mean, there's been a couple of kind of like choruses or things that I've kind of taken the reins on in my career and like have come up with the bulk of it or the most of it. But for the most part, um, you know, I'm sitting in the room with someone who has a super eclectic palette for music, who it takes like a certain level of marriage between notes and chords and certain things to like please them. And for me, I'm thinking in a much dumber way uh, about like, is this shit hot or not? <laughs> you know what I mean? So I feel like I'm a good filter for, for certain people that have like uh, so much going on in their brain musically. And then I always like to lean on people who say that they suck at lyrics and they're only good at this to like help with lyrics because I feel like they, just like I have a good perspective on the, on the music. And even though it's not my strong suit, like non-lyrical people have really good perspective on lyrics because they're not writing lyrics. They're only hearing them. Yeah. So if they, if they don't think it's great, then I'm not like, Oh, you don't know because you don't write lyrics. I actually value the opinion more than I do of maybe another lyricist who might just be trying to outright me or something in the room. Right. Never going to fucking happen. I <laughs> <laughs> used that about Top Gun getting pushed. Yeah, I was, I was psyched about Top Gun. I just but, feel like since you said you're a goose. Yeah, I love Top Gun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man. Remake will be great. Um, all right, cool. Well, uh, I'll talk to you probably in about fifteen minutes when we go over some some records and shit like that. Yeah, man. We'll talk soon. And uh, thanks for having me back on again. Yeah, we're gonna be doing like, uh, um, you know, uh, we should do like a we should we should do one of these where I'm not telling you how to run your business. But we should do one like because you can do a like I think four people um, at, in the same screen without like swiping the screen on here. Maybe more. We should get like four songwriters on here and argue about shit. Well, we're gonna be doing that. I want we want to do that in person. So we decided to to keep this one the updates. But that's been like that is the uh, we have the, to debate. We have to debate shit. Yeah. Well, and it should be topics totally unrelated to music. Yeah, I want to see somebody throw a chair. You know what I mean? Like in their room while they're quarantined. Yeah, just throw a fucking chair, man. Well, yeah. 
we should we should absolutely do that and uh i'm happy to record that and make sure that gets uh seen by all of our people perfect all right homie i'll talk to you soon thank you thanks man peace okay Thanks for listening to this episode of And The Writer Is. If you want to hear music from this songwriter I just interviewed, be sure to check out our Spotify playlist or visit our website at andthewriteris.com. If you like what we're doing, please subscribe to us. You can also like us on Facebook and Twitter. And The Writer Is is produced by Joe London, edited by Miles Bergsma, and published by Big Deal Music. A special thanks to David Silverstein from Mega House Music and Michael White. Until next time, this is Ross Golan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.